three, two, one. Mouseketeer. Why? I thought mouse and then Kateer. (laughs) That's fair. I thought I was going to open my eyes to my chair over here and I forgot that I have a teal blanket on it and it caught me off guard. So, Oh, there you go. Sean's up, baby. Hey. Sean's up. Um, (laughs) Oh, I oh I didn't send it to you. I opened TikTok when I got home from Walmart mm-hmm. and there's a TikTok of a guy from London that said that he just moved to South Carolina and he was comparing it and he's like apparently southern hospitality is a thing. So he was like so in London whenever we're walking around, you know, people are just like, "Hey, if they have to be like if you accidentally make eye contact and they have to say hi, they keep it really short." And he's like, "And then I come to college, and I go to the store to go get some like bedding and stuff. And like five different people wanted to have a conversation with me and asked how my day was going. And it just threw me off. <laughs> Is he sure it wasn't just like an associate trying to sell him stuff? It was multiple people. It wasn't like like extensive conversations. It was just a, if he made eye contact with somebody, people were like, hey, how's it going? And that's more <laughs> than what he was used to. Uh come to find out he is going to coastal and was probably at this walmart and so i just commented lol i might have been one of the people that asked how your day was going (laughs) (laughs) would you ask a random person how their day was going if i walk by somebody in walmart and we make eye contact walking down the aisle i could see myself just going hey how's it going or hey how are you or you know that's better than me i just hmm Man, if someone tries to make conversation with me, I go, uh-huh, yep, and walk away. <laughs> I don't know you. You don't know me. I can't pretend to have a conversation with you. I'm out. <laughs> Most of the time, I, like, get fueled off of that. Like, I'll have a terrible day, and somebody in Walmart will just be like, hey, how's it going? And I'll be like, it's great. How are you? And they're like, it's wonderful. And I'm like, great. And, like, that just makes me happy. Aw. Mm-hmm. You're a precious human being. You know that? <laughs> I wish more people would ask me how my day's been <laughs> so that I could be like, it's been really bad. And they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me help you. And I'd be like, okay. So anyway, that'll be in place of the how you brewing, I guess. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> perfect. Any random stories you want to add? Um, I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. I I miss you a lot. I'm feeling really homesick lately. Like, I literally just have the urge to pack up and move back to Myrtle Beach. Understandable. But I can't do that and make enough money at the moment. So, I miss you. Yeah. I miss you. You, We could plan a weekend trip for you to come up. I think we need to do that. I just want to come back to Myrtle Mm -hmm. Beach for a little bit. Mm -hmm. We could plan a long weekend trip if you want to. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways, (laughs) chai there. Welcome to part two of our pineapple episode. If you haven't listened to part one yet, you should, uh, you should definitely go do that. Caught up? Okay, let's go. Wee, wee. Would you like to learn 
uh, some history about pineapples? I didn't know there was a history of pineapples. Oh, yes. I have some history and like just some fun facts. So we're going to kind of do a whole mixture. Okay. Because there was no good way to put this information in order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm excited to figure <laughs> out the history of pineapples. Yep. Uh, we'll start off with, do you know the scientific name of pineapples? No, I'm going to make up one, though. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Um, pineapple ground dios. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would make sense. It is Ananas comosus. Comosus? A-N-A-N-A-S. C-O-M-O-S-U-S. Isn't that the Spanish word for pineapple? Maybe. Let's see. Actually, it's just bananas without a B on it. I want to say that ananas is used. It is the French. It's French. Oh, my God. I'm so stupid. I remember (laughs) hearing that and thinking that's bananas. And they're like, no, that's pineapple. I was like, why? (laughs) Why? It's French. Of course it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's also Latin. That makes sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I learned that because I never really had like an exact location. I learned that pineapples are originally from the tropical rainforest in Brazil. Oh, okay. Like almost every species of pineapple can be pinpointed to Brazil. Is that why Brazilian steakhouses always have grilled pineapple? Yes. Huh. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Like I figured, you know, it was just like a tropical fruit and it was mm-hmm. easy to cook and it'd be like a light dessert kind of thing. But yeah, it's Brazil. Huh. That's so cool. <laughs> and then I learned where uh, pineapples got their English name from. Oh, no. So... uh, according to the usda christopher columbus himself named the fruit pina which uh it has the little tilde symbol over the end but in the notes i can't i I can never find those things so Mm -hmm. um but he named it pina because it looked like a pine cone (laughs) (laughs) that was the extent of the explanation he got so, he got over to this side of the world and said, ah, a pine cone. <laughs> obviously. So when someone says pina colada, it's actually referring to the pineapple in a, a pina colada drink. Correct. Okay. Okay. That's that makes a little bit more sense, but that's funny because it looks like a pine cone. <laughs> pine cone. So um he then, of course, brought it back to Europe to be like, look at what I found. And, you know, Queen Elizabeth was like, <laughs> yes. A lot of people were like, yes. And uh, <laughs> so people started trying to grow it in greenhouses. And, you know, eventually it kind of got up there, but it wasn't the same. But it was when it was growing in popularity that people added the apple to the second part of it because it was a sweet fruit and they wanted it to have a nicer association than a pine cone. That, that, that's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a very, very detailed and well thought out plan for what we're going to call this fruit. So I also learned apparently pineapples are ranked behind banana and citrus as the third most important fruit crop for international export, according to Healthline. What makes them important? Just like high commodity? 
yeah i think like just financially how much they contribute to the international fruit market that's so interesting yep because i guess you have to grow them specifically in sunny hot places for them to really do well so Mm -hmm. uh there are also three very common varieties of pineapples there's a lot more than that obviously in in total but the three that the USDA decided to highlight were the cayenne pineapple, which is commonly grown in Hawaii, has a golden yellow skin and long leaves, and is more than likely what we're eating. Oh, okay. Slash drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is it called a cayenne pineapple? Did it did it say anything about that? I couldn't find an answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because it looked like cayenne. Fair. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the red Spanish pineapple, which is short and thick with a couple C's on it. (laughs) It is uh, reddish slash golden brown in color. And I'm pretty sure that one, when you open it, the inside is also reddish in color. That would be really Mm -hmm. cool to plate it on a fruit tray. And you're like, what's this? And you bite it and it's pineapple. And you're like, what was that? Mm -hmm. Like eating yellow watermelon. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You should put yellow watermelon and a red pineapple on the plate just to see. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do that once and not tell any of our friends. Oh, yeah. Let's do it for the next tea party. Let's do it for the great giving, grateful giving. Yes. Perfect. Uh huh. -hmm. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) Ha ha ha. The last one, which I would be interested to try, but well, so it's called sugar loaf. Okay. And it is grown in Mexico. It is very sweet, but it's also really easy to damage, so it does not get shipped internationally very much. So we probably wouldn't be able to get it, or if we did, it would take a lot of work. And be a very expensive pineapple. Mm -hmm. And still probably be pretty beat up. Yeah, that sucks. That'd probably be really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I have some more fun facts from the USDA. This is part of like the, they're just fun facts that I don't know where else to put them. So we're just going to sprinkle them throughout. Fun facts belong everywhere. That's the, that's the point. They're fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, According to the USDA, pineapples do not ripen at all once they've been picked. What? They just like rot? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just stay the way they are. And if you don't eat them in time, they rot away. So I guess there's Uh, no point in like getting one sticking on the counter hoping it's gonna get better because it just won't that stinks right okay it just is what it is mm-hmm. yep. so just pick it right the first time and you'll be okay dang um apparently a pineapple plant only produces one pineapple each season wow if it produces a plant uh, fruit at all there's a chance that it won't yeah well that's what um i was looking at when I was looking into growing the top of the pineapple from what we have today. And it said mm-hmm. if it doesn't get enough sunlight, the plant itself will grow and the leaves will still grow, but it will not produce a fruit. Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It doesn't think it has the resources to do so. Right. So it's like, it's a smart pineapple. <laughs> yes. Oh, we'll get into how smart pineapples are in a little bit here. What? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? So, uh, anyway. <laughs> historically in the caribbean 
Pineapples placed outside of homes traditionally were a symbol of hospitality and friendship, which you can see if you drive around a lot of uh, suburban neighborhoods, they will have little pineapple lamps and stuff, especially in South Carolina and Florida. And it, it comes from that tradition of pineapples being a sign of hospitality. But some people like to take it a little bit farther with pineapples out front. And if you don't know what I mean, you should Google it because it isn't something podcast friendly, but please do it with somebody you trust or in a very safe place. <laughs> it's nothing bad. It's not going to talk about it here. Okay. <laughs> Can I tell you a little story that's associated with that? Oh, what's your story? So way back when on the property of my parents' house, there was a man mm. named Alex and he had a boat and mm -hmm. he would go into the islands and uh, do trading and he would come back and he would place a pineapple out front to let everyone know that he had returned from the islands and that he was available for business again. Oh, that's cool. Just just a little fun fact with my my land that my family is on. <laughs> this is growing on me. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't like it and I didn't want to lie in the like it but I like mm -hmm. this a lot <laughs> is your tongue tingly at all no hmm. not at all weird maybe you're allergic to the pineapple juice I was going to say maybe the by cooking it it breaks down the enzymes that I'm allergic to maybe or maybe the enzymes you're allergic to are strictly in the fruit meat part because, like, when you get it at Rio's, it makes your tongue tingle, too, right? Mm -hmm. And that's cooked. It's mostly so. cooked. Yeah. I'm wondering. It's hot. I mean, I added the core. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually okay. No mm -hmm. itchies. Weird. We'll figure it out eventually. Um, oh, and my last fact from the USDA is that the leaves and flowers of the pineapple plant are actually used as an herb or a garnish in addition to making the tea. Um, here's, here's some history for you. Okay. Because in my research of pineapples, I, I didn't feel like I could really talk about pineapples and cooking with pineapples and making things with pineapples and pineapples being used on your front porch without talking about Dole. Like Dole Whip? Or like the brand? Yeah. The brand. Oh, oh, okay, okay. The brand is a whole. A whole dole. The whole dole? <laughs> whole dole. <laughs> so, I have a, a small history of the dole company, if you okay. would like to hear it. Okay, let's hear it. Um, the I'm going to start with the website version first. So, this is the timeline from the dole company itself. Okay. In 1899, James Dole... Also known as the King of Pineapple, apparently. That's a great title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he arrived in Hawaii with, quote, $1,000 in his pocket, a Harvard degree in business and horticulture, and a love of farming. He's got more than I do. So it's been 123 years since then. Oh, okay. The dollar, uh, according to www.in2013dollars.com. So I take it they started that website in 2013. I guess so. Uh, the dollar had an average inflation rate of 2.94% per year. So. My gosh. Uh, that would mean that he got to Hawaii with $35,216 in his pocket. 
What the <laughs> heck? I don't know if okay. I don't see that in a year sometimes. Now lately yep. I can see that in a year, but there's there's times in my life where I haven't seen that in an entire year. We will get to why that was possible in a minute, but I okay. do I do think it's interesting that they phrased it as with a, only a thousand dollars in his pocket, like it wasn't only. that big of a deal back then. Only, Man. um. So anyway, he was he got there in 1899 and started figuring out how to farm pineapples. And in 1901, he found the Hawaiian Pineapple Company and begins shipping them out to as far as he can get them. Okay. He did, however, during this time, develop the technique of canning pineapples so he could ship it farther away. Mm-hmm. So he is probably primarily responsible for the reason that we can eat pineapples. Oh, wow. That's actually kind of impressive. Because it wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have been able to ship them, or at least not as efficiently, and certainly not in cans right. prior to his ambition. <laughs> And of course, according to Dole, he wanted to make the sunshine and taste of Hawaiian pineapples available for everyone. Aw, well, that's actually kind of nice. I think it's a sweet way of putting it. Um, In 1907, Dole began advertising for pineapples in U.S. magazines, which was one of the first nationwide consumer advertising campaigns in America. Wow, really? So we're doing a lot of firsts here. Yeah. Yeah. Which, to be fair, if you're all the way out in the Hawaiian Islands, that makes sense that you're going to have to advertise a little bit to get people to even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you, I don't know what's going on in Hawaii right now. Mm -hmm. It's hot. (laughs) It's hot. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, A couple years later, in 1911, Henry Janaka, or Ginaka, spelled G-I-N-A-C-A. Uh, he was an engineer that worked for Dole, and he invented a machine that peels, cores, and cuts up to 100 pineapples per minute. Can you imagine what would happen if you got your arm stuck in that? I don't want to. <laughs> that sounds awful. You just, you're boneless and skinless, and there's just a, a, a chuck round. <laughs> uh, why was that your first thought? I don't know. I'm broken. <laughs> Oh, that's broken. Just a little demented. It's fine. Yeah, just, just, just a little bit. Sorry for anyone out there that has issues with hurting skin, and the thought of hurting skin freaks you out. I apologize. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, his machine is actually still the industry standard. Really? Mm-hmm. And this, this was made in 1911. Wow. What an incredible engineer. I'm sure they've updated like the pieces and parts, but it's basically just his blueprint with current machinery. I mean, don't fix it if it if it isn't broken. Yeah. Don't fix it if it's still producing 100 pineapples per minute. <laughs> so over the next 30 years from the 1930s to the 60s, they have a lot of growth, which uh the numbers Dole gave was that when they started like really producing and taking off, they were producing about 45,000 cans a year in the early years. Mm-hmm. And by 1957, they were producing 5 million cans. That's a huge jump. Yeah. What is the percentage on, on that? Let's see. It is 11,000%. Oh, my God. 11,000% growth. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um in 1963, they opened a pineapple farm in the Philippines. In 1986, they introduced the bright yellow sunburst into the Dole logo. Okay. In 1999, <laughs> the Dole fruit bowls were created. The little ones that you always take to school as a kid, you know, that have like the cherries and stuff in it. I love those. Those weren't made until 1999. You know what? Perfection comes patiently. It sounds like something that a 50s housewife would have. Right. To just feed the kids. Like, are you tired of making your kids snacks, but you still want to give them fresh fruit? Here, take our fresh fruit that's not fresh anymore and preserved in sugar water. Your kids Mm -hmm. will thank you. (laughs) It sounds like something that, like, a housewife would pull out at a Tupperware party. Yeah. Like, everybody's looking at Tupperware, like, here's your fruit cup. It's Mm -hmm. fancy. (laughs) <laughs> maybe it was overshadowed by jello probably jello was the thing um jello was just hip you know so anyway in 2007 <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ethosphere magazine listed dole as one of the world's most ethical companies wait really uh-huh wow and in 2015, the Dole headquarters in California got LEED Gold certified. What does that mean? That is, I believe all the buildings on Coastal's campus are LEED Silver certified. Oh. Yeah, let's see. Okay, so to get LEED certification, there are four tiers. And it's based on how many points you get. And they go certified, silver, gold, platinum. Hmm. So for gold, they got somewhere between 60 to 79 points. I'm trying to see like what you get points for. Has to do with energy, environmental quality, integration, location and transportation, materials and resources, sustainability, and water efficiency, among other things. So, yeah, they worked hard. I think Student Union has a gold building certification. Maybe. I, I want to say that that's the most green building on campus other than the Science Center. Yeah. I think that building's pretty green, too. And maybe the new student housing? No, the new student housing is silver. Oh, is it? hmm Because they talked about it when I went on a tour. Hmm. So, would you like to hear the dark side of Dole? <laughs> how they're they're this bright sunshiny company how can they have a dark side every light casts a shadow julia oh good point i've been watching a lot of young adult tv with oh dramatic my gosh. Like that, so. <laughs> you're welcome that's the energy i'm bringing okay. perfect all right let's hear about the dark side of dull question mark Yes. So I found all this from edgeeffects.net, which is just like a lovely URL and domain name. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back a little bit, a little ways. And we're going to go have a talk with James Dole, James Dole's grandfather, who was a Christian missionary to Hawaii in 1840. That always starts well. So James was not the first Dole to go to Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, James Dole's grandfather was partially responsible for the conversion of Hawaiian governments towards a European-style property law, Mm. wherein 
you know, it was this square footage is my land and it shall only be my land and nobody can touch it without me being unhappy about it. Mm -hmm. So what ended up happening was they were establishing these laws. People that had lived on the islands for generations did not understand how these laws worked. So they ended up losing a lot of their land to Anglo-Americans that were moving there or not even moving, just buying the land. Right. So to make the long story short, this led to the inevitable hot island development of uh, Anglo-Americans showing up and developing plantations and beginning sharecropping in other systems that would completely manipulate people that, you know, whether it was people native to the space or if it was immigrants that came over because there were a lot of immigrants that would come from China and Japan and the Pacific side because it was closer than going all the way to the east coast of the United States. Mm -hmm. And they would have them live in housing and then they wouldn't give them enough money to pay for the housing. And so it just slowly degraded Hawaii. Fantastic. As expected. Yep. Um, the native population of Hawaii was also decimated in the 1800s just because of all the new diseases coming in from immigrants on both sides. Mm -hmm. And, hold on. Oh, in 1893, the Hawaiian monarchy fell because of the pressures of all this commercial power developing on the islands. I didn't know they had a monarchy. Are we talking like, mm -hmm. like tribe kind of monarchy or like, like they legit had a king? Uh, I don't, I don't know much about Hawaiian culture. I put so many notes about health benefits and dole <laughs> that I did not get too far into it. You're good. I'm asking a lot of weird questions. It was its own monarchy. Let's see. Let's do a quickie. I'm just going to read this straight from crownofhawaii.com. Okay. By the year 1800 AD, Kamehameha I became the first king of all Hawaii by conquest when he united the Hawaiian Islands. His first son, King Kamehameha II, inherited the throne on May 20th, 1819, followed by his second son, who was the third, on June 6, 1825. So they had established it with a constitution and tra treaties with other nations and all sorts of stuff in the early 1800s. And they had kind of united the islands. Okay. And then in 1840 is when James Dole's grandfather showed up as a Christian missionary. And then it all went downhill from there. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 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 We love to see it. Thank you for the background context. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to add this link to our sources. So if anybody would Perfect. like to more. Most of this podcast is us learning about warm, yummy drinks. The rest of it is learning about cultures that we thought we knew and actually don't. Yep. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. It's kind of funny that we're recording this episode today on July 3rd. Okay. I didn't mean to make this relate to the 4th of July, but it's going to relate to the 4th of July. Okay. So... In 1894, Sanford B. Dole, who is James Dole's first cousin, was declared the president of the Republic of Hawaii on July 4th in 1894. No way. <laughs> I, I said this is totally by accident. I didn't realize this episode would actually have a tie to the 4th of July. But here we are. <laughs> so uh, 128 years ago, tomorrow, he wow. was crowned the president of the Republic of Hawaii. So... There was a lot of debate in the years after that about whether to annex Hawaii, because it was not part of the United States yet. It was its own republic. Mm -hmm. 
and it was especially a hot topic during the Spanish American War uh, until 1898 when we annexed it. Okay. And I couldn't find a clear answer on exactly how all that went down. <laughs> so a topic for another time. Okay. I also have the quote from Edge Effects that said, by this time, some began to doubt the sustainability of the sugar industry and began instead to advocate for the commercial potential of tropical fruits like pineapple. Hmm. And keep in mind, this is 1898. Right. So back to where we started in 1899, here comes James Dole, ready to grow some pineapples <laughs> in the Hawaiian Islands. Well, that makes a lot more sense on why he decided to choose pineapple. Mm-hmm. We've come full circle. That's awesome. I also learned uh, the pineapple plantations in the Hawaiian Islands have historically been mostly worked by women and has been, quote, one of the largest employers of women on the islands. Hmm. Go, go women. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Shout out to um, women. The edge effects also pointed out that, you know, during the growth of the popularity of pineapple and James Dole, you know, taking the sunshine of Hawaiian of Hawaii to everybody else in the country. Mm -hmm. That also meant that he was one of the primary drivers of the stereotype of Hawaii. So you know, thinking mm. of Hawaii as just luau's and it's hot out and everybody's eating tropical fruit and drinking rum and all that kind of stuff mostly came from him. Not him specifically, but from like the company and that whole business. So Right. I feel bad. I don't feel like we should have taken Hawaii. Like that it feels no, wrong. Not. Yeah. <sighs> there's a there's a lot of things that we have not not we, but there's a lot of things that America has done. Yeah. <laughs> that when you get down the line and see the effects and then you're like mm. anyway let's <laughs> talk about some health benefits okay <laughs> um so uh when rose pig cooking was talking about making pineapple skin tea he was talking about how it has a lot of health benefits it can help in digestion it's good for your immune system but you know i don't necessarily just trust people that are making recipes on tiktok about how great something sure. is for me so I found another TikToker who is Brian Boxer Walkler, MD, which he spells his last name uh, W-A-C-H-L-E-R. So I'm okay. Walkler. Uh, but he said, and I quote, no cap. So the doctor confirmed it. So I guess it's cool. I guess no it's cap. He duetted. He duetted uh, Rose Pig cooking. Do you know what no cap is? No. Oh, it's uh, like when people say cap, they're basically saying lying or liar. So when you Why? say no cap, it's like, oh, you're telling the truth. I don't know. It's just a Gen Z thing. I don't like it. I feel very in between Gen Z and millennial in terms of what I understand <laughs> with slang. Mm -hmm. And I know I, uh, for some of our listeners, there's absolutely no understanding of whatever that would mean. So I yeah. I think we needed to explain that not just for me, but for our listeners, too. <laughs> he basically was just confirming it, but he just said he watched the whole video nodding along and he goes, no cap. OK, so some more specific health benefits. Um, of course, I use their usual WebMD and Healthline because you know, they're fun. Of course. Um, 
So pineapple in general, because I couldn't find enough about just pineapple skin or pineapple skin tea. Mm-hmm. But pineapple has a pretty significant amount of vitamin C or azorbic acid, which mm-hmm. is necessary for the growth, development, and repair of all body tissues. So, you know, wow. you usually hear about vitamin C that it's good for your immune system, mm-hmm. but it can also help in the formation of collagen, the absorption of iron, and wound healing, and the maintenance of cartilage, bones, and teeth. Maybe this will help me get better faster. <laughs> yeah. That's why uh, earlier when we were talking about it, it's like, it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, pineapple also has bromelain in it, which, do you know anything about bromelain? Bro- I keep wanting to say brolamain instead of bromelain. Um, no, I thought you were trying to say bromine. <laughs> no, I know nothing about bromelain. Let's see. Okay, well... It looks like it would have melanin, because that's what it looks like, is melanin. It makes me think that it has bromine and something that's good for melanin. That's that's all I'm getting out of that. Apparently, bromine is highly toxic for human beings, so maybe not. Whoops! <laughs> Although, maybe it's just straight. I don't know. Anyway, so... Uh... <laughs> I don't know how they're related, if they're related at all. But bromelain is an enzyme that breaks down proteins, so it can mm-hmm. have a lot of different uses. But uh, it can specifically help with digestion because it can help your stomach to break down proteins if you're having problems with not breaking down proteins. <laughs> I was going to sound more intelligent, and I just didn't. In addition to uh, being a digestive aid, topically, it can be used to remove dead skin from burns, orally to reduce inflammation and swelling and it can especially help if your nasal passages are inflamed really Mm -hmm. you can also take it orally and it can help with symptoms of osteoporosis or just general soreness and aching muscles so this might help my aching muscles right now plus digestion and this might remove my congestion Mm -hmm. that sounds amazing I also found healthiersteps.com specifically talked about uh, bromelain. <laughs> For, apparently bro- bromelain can help with fertility, mm-hmm. but they started it by saying fertility is often described as one's capability to conceive a baby. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, they said secondary metabolites like bromelain or beta carotene, things like that, help zygotes to adhere to the uterine wall. Oh. So it could also help you have a baby if you're having problems with that. So it could prevent miscarriages. Mm-hmm. Isn't that part of the reason miscarriages happen is because it doesn't form on the uterine wall? I think that's one it of can. the many reasons. It, I think... If the zygote doesn't form on the wall to begin with, you'll probably never find out you were pregnant because your body wouldn't even start producing. But uh, you can have a miscarriage if your baby separates from the uterus wall as well. So Mm -hmm. that sounds terrifying. Yeah, there's lots there's lots of things that happen during pregnancy that could be a problem. There's lots of things that could happen during a head cold that could be a problem. The human body is just specific. Good point. We are terrifying creatures. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Anyway, Healthline had some interesting things to say about pineapples. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I So what I did was I searched for pineapples on Healthline.com and it pulls up a bunch of questions. The first one was, what are the symptoms of a pineapple allergy? The answer oh, is good. itching and hives, upset tummy vibes, swelling, difficulty breathing, if severe, and sinus congestion. Wait, but I'm already congested, so I don't know if this is helping or hurting. I think it'll help. Okay. Well, I don't have any upset tummy vibes. You have tingly mouth vibes. Not Yeah, I get, I get tingly mouth. I currently don't have tingly mouth, so that's pretty good. I should mention these questions are going to get weirder as we go. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Should you avoid pineapple during pregnancy? No. Contrary <laughs> to rumors, it has not been shown to cause miscarriages or induce labor. <laughs> what? Despite what I just said about the about the secondary metabolites helping the zygote to adhere to the wall, right? there are people that think that eating pineapple will cause the zygote to disconnect from the wall, which means you either have a miscarriage or if you're farther along, it would induce labor. But why? But there is no backing for that. I was so. going to say, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just an old wives' tale. Okay. Oh, also, there is very little brom- bromelain in a normal serving size of pineapple flesh. It's mm-hmm. more concentrated in the core and in the skin. So there's more of it in this tea than there probably is if we ate the pineapple itself. Okay. So even if you had an adverse effect from it while you're pregnant, you wouldn't really have to worry about it just from eating pineapple. Apparently, it can, however, when you're, especially when you're pregnant, it can aggravate acid reflux or other stomach issues if you're dealing with that already, which makes that sense. That would make sense because it's highly yeah. acidic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next question. Can you eat pineapple leaves? I wouldn't want to. <laughs> uh, I learned that you can make silk from the waxy leaves of a pineapple plant. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I put in my notes was, did you know you could make silk from the waxy leaves? Now you do. Hi, hi, now I do. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, pineapple leaf extracts are loaded with concentrated levels of what's in the skin. So a lot of the brom- bromelain and vitamin C and that kind of stuff. People actually use them to improve blood sugar control for the phenols. And they show that eating the extract from pineapple leaves can show hypoglycemic activity which will lower your blood sugar in studies with mice. Hmm. So it is a potential ingredient to use in future diabetic treatments. That's cool. But we're not there yet. So don't count on it. Okay. Uh, Also, the phenols can lower your blood cholesterol. And they said it can reduce blood cholesterol and hinder the development of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, also called nephrodite. (laughs) I'm sorry, what is it called? (laughs) in mice (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. Uh, the phenols along with tannins flavonoids flavonoids, glycosides bromelain and other compounds are also just generically anti-inflammatory anti-inflammatory uh and specifically, they can help with inflammatory substances produced by macrophages. Oh, that's cool. I could not find an explanation, but they were really specific, so I appreciated that. 
And the most important question, can you mix pineapple and milk? Ew. Why? <laughs> well, I think because there's a lot of recipes that do it. Like, isn't there milk in a pina colada? Oh, okay. I could see that. Yeah. So uh, basically what they said is you can. It's not unhealthy or toxic or deadly or anything. However, mm-hmm. if you do it wrong, like if you mix really fresh pineapple in with with very specific like really whole milk or something like that, it can make the milk curdle. Ugh. which is gross that sounds absolutely nasty it's the brolamine that curdles it really not the not the acid nope oh my no, god it's absolutely. trying to break down the protein yeah oh that's disgusting <laughs> it's i'm picturing the bro bromelain as like these little like guys that you put you put it into the milk and it's like nom 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 and it just keeps all the protein <laughs> So yeah. Also, by the way, curdled milk isn't unsafe. It's just sour and kind of gross. I have kill you. So you know how I have this thing about textures in drinks. Uh I would it would enter my mouth and then exit my mouth very promptly. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's I go. (laughs) (laughs) It would uh, it would not end well. Yeah. Some ways to avoid curdling your milk when you're combining it with pineapple. Uh, if you cook the pineapple beforehand, you can denature the bromelain to hinder it. If you use a canned pineapple, it, because it's processed, it will not have as strong bro- bromelain as a uh, bromelain as fresh pineapple. Or you cannot use dairy milk, and that will also reduce the chances of curdling. That makes sense. Yep. On WebMD, when I search for pineapple skins... It pulled up mm-hmm. vitamin and supplement results for pineapple skin with pineapple skin bolded in the title, right? Okay. When you click it, it takes you to a page titled snake skin uses, side effects, and more. Why? I don't know. Here, I'm going to try it again while we're live just to see if it'll do it again. But the word pineapple skin was bolded. Correct. That That's odd. I, I wonder, it's got to be a glitch, right? Uh, last time I searched, when I had a hard time finding something, what was it? Sweetened condensed milk. I clicked it and it, and it said sweetened condensed milk and that took me to fermented milk. Maybe WebMD is the issue. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, fun fact, snakeskin is used in every, or they said that everything is traditionally used for in Chinese medicine is not supported by studies. <laughs> snakeskin, not pineapple skin. But, you know, in case you wanted that information, I have well, thank it now. You. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. it. <laughs> okay. I have a couple other topics. Okay. Uh, one of which, because I was doing my notes while I was watching Twitch and Chilled Chaos and his friends started having this debate. So, does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. Okay. Moving on to the next topic. What? That was <laughs> it? Hold on. Hold on. Don't I get a say in this at all? Oh, no. No. Oh, the well- answer is yes. And we're moving on. All right, you well, what do you uh, think? Pineapple makes my tongue itchy, and I don't particularly like it, so I don't think it belongs on one of my favorite foods. But it's so good, though. If it didn't make your tongue itchy, though, do you think you would like it? I don't really want a, uh, a sour pizza. It's not sour. It's just, it's warm and sweet. 
maybe by the time you cook it like it's not fresh pineapple it's more like the rio's pineapple without the cinnamon hmm okay yeah maybe we'll leave it at that okay maybe it's better than i did yes moving on (laughs) (laughs) okay my last topic uh if you scroll down in the notes there's a big blank space because there are a lot of words there but i didn't want you to see these words all it says is our pineapples (laughs) yes it says our pineapples blank would you like to take a guess at what the end of that question is going to be gay That's a good guess, but no, that's not it. <laughs> Am I allowed to use context clues based on something you said earlier? Yeah. Okay, I think it's going to say our pineapples smart because you said we're going to dive into how smart pineapples actually are. And I was like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not what it says, but that this is what I was talking about. Oh, God. Okay, so what is it? Uh, what is it? Our pineapples what? Are pineapples carnivorous? What? <laughs> the answer is yes, they are carnivorous. Kind of. How? I. How do they so, eat things? So, well, they. So, pineapples still use photosynthesis as their primary energy base. Okay. So they're not carnivorous like a Venus flytrap, where they're just relying on bugs. However, I learned that the leaves on top of the pineapple are used for collecting water. Okay. And so they'll just, it'll gather and then it goes down into the, into the plant and it will absorb the water from there. Sometimes bugs get stuck in that water, which makes sense. And then they're wet and they can't get out and they can't climb up the waxy leaves. Mm -hmm. So bugs will scratch or bite the leaves, which will release the bromelain from the leaves and it will start to infuse into the water. (laughs) So then this bromelain in the water starts to break down the proteins of all of these insects. Oh no! And all of that protein just gets added into the water that gets absorbed. (laughs) Oh no! speaking, pineapples could be considered carnivorous, or at least omnivores. What do you call accidental consumption of insects? Um, for me, riding a bike with my mouth open. (laughs) For a pineapple. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was actually on a walk the other day when I was walking three miles and I was, you know, was breathing hard because I was walking three miles in the summer mm-hmm. and I accidentally inhaled a fly and it did not feel good. Ew. Not, well, okay, more like a gnat, not like a fly fly, like a oh, little okay, one, but I okay, still like, okay. felt it. Yeah. Mm, that's it's gross. <laughs> So I don't have a name for that, but I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so pineapples, apparently. Fantastic. But yeah, so yeah, they get extra protein that way, which is cool. That's fun. They don't just kill insects for funsies. They actually use it. And uh, now there's some debate on whether bromelain could be used medicinally to break down dead tissue. Like, like for leprosy? And Probably. I mean, it's still like a theoretical conversation. It's not actually being used for anything yet, but mm-hmm. you have dead skin cells. I That's wonder if it could potentially break down skin cancer. That's if you could get it to attack. If the you right could get cells. it like in a salve. Yeah. 
that might work. So hmm. that's actually really cool. So yeah, but um, that's the last question I'm going to end on for pineapples because <laughs> that felt like a good place to stop. I think so. <laughs> I uh, I just. You know, once you Google pineapples once, TikTok and everything, it's like, oh, you want to know about pineapples? You're going to learn about pineapples. I was like, okay. Man, I want to be on your side of the TikTok. Right now, mine is sad. (laughs) Yeah, mine's mostly sad. And then it's like, by the way, pineapples eat insects. And also, (laughs) (laughs) fantastic. Oh, and here's how to sew a dress. Yay. Oh, good. Thanks, TikTok. Um, so I do have a quiz for you if you would like okay. to open it up and we could do it at the I same time. I would love to. We are going to plan out our ideal summer day to find out what tropical fruit we are in our souls. Oh, yes. I love quizzes that ask my soul what's up. <laughs> yes. Not even ask your soul. Tell your soul what's up. Quiz. Tell me what's up with my soul. <laughs> I don't need therapy. Okay. I have BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> I need a shirt that says that. <laughs> I will add it to the list. Hold on. Oh, I need a pen. I'll use my that green highlighter. Beautiful. I don't need therapy. I have BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> so... It is time. It is time. Find out what our what tropical fruit our soul is. Yes. Okay. It is time. Okay. Speaking of which, what time do you wake up? I I wake up at like seven thirty. These that is not an option. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna say eight. Okay. Do that. I'm also gonna put eight because I usually wake up between like it's usually seven to 8 30 so yeah. somewhere in I, there. i'd say seven to eight is my usual wake up time unless i'm at work it's against then my it's will fi- then it's 6 15 yeah but that's not my ideal summer day so we're not counting that <laughs> good point mm-hmm. all right 8 a.m all is. right what will you have for breakfast is it carbs 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 or carbs oh i like carbs <laughs> otherwise known as croissants mm. waffles cereal or pancakes Dang, that sounds great. On an ideal day, I would say waffles. Do you like waffles? Yeah, I like waffles. Okay. Do you like pancakes? Yeah, they're okay. (laughs) What's your opinion on French toast? I like French toast. Do, 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 do. Can't wait to get a mouthful. Enough. Oh, wait. It might be a mouthful. I don't know. I just kind of rolled with it. Or another. Do, 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 do. Can't wait to get a waffle. Do, 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 do. Can't wait to get another mouthful. I don't know. It might be a mouthful. Anyway, I think I'm going to go croissants. Ooh. Because they're fancy. They are fancy. What will you be doing between your breakfast and lunch? Will you be working, checking your social media, going to the gym, or taking some BuzzFeed quizzes? On an ideal summer day or what I actually do on a summer day? 
Uh, well, this says ideal summer day. So okay. we're going for your soul, not whatever corporate America has created of you. Okay, fantastic. In that case, I'm going to say I'm going to be yeah. checking my social media because that's what I've been doing a lot lately. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, that's probably also going to be me only because on an ideal summer day, I'm not working, going to the gym or taking BuzzFeed quizzes. So yeah, <laughs> at least not in the morning. No, not, not between breakfast and lunch. Yeah. I mean, on an ideal summer day, we'd probably be at like the farmer's market or something, but that's not mm-hmm. an option here. So. Right. Time for lunch. Mm. Would you like avocado toast? Burgers and fries, or a burger and fries, or burgers, whatever you want, uh, <laughs> sushi, or pizza. Oh, it sounds so good. I could eat all of that. Um, I want a burger and fries. I don't actually like burgers. That's a problem. No, I want sushi. I just want the fries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm torn because, like, since we're doing ideal summer day, I want the burger and fries, and I will just specifically find a burger that I like, not okay. just a random burger. Not just any old burger. Because there are a lot that I like, it's just a lot of them upset my stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what will you be doing later on? Swimming, hanging out with friends, baking, or fighting with your siblings? Okay, so do you have to go swimming alone? <laughs> I'd huh? like to go oh, swimming. swimming. I'd like to go swimming with my friends. I mean, I don't see why you couldn't. It doesn't. I'm going to say, I'm going to say swimming with the understanding that it's not by myself. Okay. I'm going to say hanging out with friends because I still just have that that farmer's market in my brain. Okay. Time for dinner. <laughs> Would you like steak, pasta, ramen, or curry? That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I am going to have pasta. Okay. I, I'm i also going to have pasta because pasta is just fantastic. I thought you were going to say steak. Well, I just had a burger for lunch, so. True. You know. if i had known if i was like a steak for dinner i would wait okay (laughs) what will you have for dessert mango sticky rice which i have never had but i really want to try panna cotta gelato or cheesecake you know i really don't like mango sticky rice no there's a white sauce of some kind that goes over top of it and I cannot stand it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. It makes me very sad. Um, I'm going to say gelato. Okay. I... Did you hear that? Was that thunder? Yes! Oh. I thought Mike just dropped something else. Nope, nope, that one was the sky. The sky dropped something and it was pain. <laughs> Pie flavor. <laughs> okay, um, what are you choosing? I think I'm going to go cheesecake. I had a feeling you were going to say that. 
I just want to, the problem is I'm I'm genuinely hungry right now, so I'm like, damn, I want cheese. Me too. We should eat after this. <laughs> okay. What will you do in the evening? Party, watch Netflix, play games with your family, or go bowling. I'm gonna watch Netflix. That's that's usually what I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say party with the understanding that it is our kind of party, which usually involves Netflix and or playing games. Okay, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Choose a late night snack. <laughs> Nuts, chips, chocolate, or fruit. With uh, not a ton of surprise here, we're going to go with fruit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, with the same amount of surprise, I'm going to go with chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you tell me I can have a banana at like two o'clock in the the morning, I'm so down. (laughs) See, I'm the opposite. I almost exclusively want to eat fruit at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon oh that's funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. and finally what time will you go to bed will it be 9 10 11 or midnight or later on an ideal summer night we're gonna go with 10 okay on an ideal summer night, I'm not going to bed until like at least midnight or 1 a.m. So Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Especially with that party you got going eight, on. So. Yeah. Oh, that's a good exactly. point. Like we're doing stuff. The sun hasn't gone down in a like it hasn't been down nearly as long. I got things to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have your results. I have your results. <laughs> You are a genuine, kind person. You have a way of making everyone around you feel at ease. However, you sometimes struggle to open up to other people, which is funny. You are a coconut. Oh my god, that's so perfect though. (laughs) I just love that literally a coconut is hard to open. (laughs) That's really funny, but that was not, that that description was not wrong. Mm Mm-mm. That might be one of the more accurate ones I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for yours? I am. You're a super sweet person. You're good at most everything you try, and you're incredibly versatile. You know how to appreciate the little things in life. You're a mango. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's also weirdly accurate. <laughs> yeah! That is really good. <laughs> I like it. This Sorry, might be the most accurate in. quiz that we've we've done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good job. It was either this or there was one where we got the same exact answer, and it was also very correct. And I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was. I'll find it later. But I like this. I'm gonna. That was a really good quiz. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all I have on pineapples. I love that. I'd say it covered a, a wide variety. So anyway, what do you want to talk about next? Next, we are going to leave Coffee Land a little bit, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about milkshakes. Uh-huh. And how controversial it can get. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. <laughs> Only a little concerned. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It's a pretty sweet topic. Ha! <laughs> I don't know. I heard it can be kind of cold territory. Ooh, good point. Good mm. point. <laughs> I'm shaking in anticipation. <laughs> well, that is the entirety of what I have for pineapple. It had to be spread over two parts. So thank you to everybody who listened all the way to both parts. We appreciate it. Um, as always, all of our sources will be in the episode notes. That's the research sources, the quiz, and the links to all of the TikToks that we referenced throughout the episode. Yeah. You can also find our podcast on webrewgood.com because we are official AF. Yes. Or at least more enough. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc., etc., etc. You can also find us on social media at We Brew Good on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Or you can send us an email at webrewgood at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> something about guinea pigs. <laughs> I mean... Um, what if your guinea pig had a little hat, but it was just like green little spikies and you called him Aww. a guinea pig apple? A guinea pig apple? A guinea pig apple. I have a guinea pig. I have pineapple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guinea pig apple. <laughs> and pineapple guinea pig apple. <laughs> apple. Apple. <laughs> If I ever get a guinea pig, I'm naming it Papple. Oh, I like that, though. That's kind of cute. When I have a child, I'm naming them Papple, too. I was going to say, I think <laughs> I can see someone's grandparent named Papple. Oh, yeah. That would be a cute grandfather name. This is my grandfather, Papple. Like we're going over to Meemaw's and Papples. Yeah, I call him Pap Pap. <laughs> Pap Pap. <laughs> Pap Pap. <laughs> and uh, the anyway. guinea pig is named Sir Pappleton. Oh, oh! He has a little monocle and a little uh, pineapple hat. Uh huh. He's uh -huh. real fancy. Super fancy. He has pineapples all over the front of his house to be extremely welcoming. He's also really fit because of all the brolamines. Because he's just like sup, bro. <laughs> sup, <laughs> sup. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I let the protein eat it away. <laughs> People come over and they're like, ah, yes, good, sir. Nice to meet you. And he goes, sa. <laughs> sa, brah, I'm Sir Pebbleton. <laughs> Ra, you want some, like, pineapple? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, stay, stay brutal. brutal. <laughs>